Welcome to What If. I'm your host, Karim Ostakny, and today we are at the beautiful office of Clark with founder and CEO Christopher Oster. Christopher, thanks for inviting us. Thank you for visiting us. Um, just before we start, tell us a bit about Clark. What is Clark? Um, Clark is an insurance manager. So we have created a place where you as consumer can manage all your insurances. So you can come and you have a car insurance, you have a liability insurance, and um, you basically find a home for all of these products. And we make an overview for you so that you understand what kind of products you have, what is covered, what not, how much you pay, whether we think you have a good carrier or not. And then we give you recommendations to improve your insurance situation. We also show you if something is missing that is a potential risk to you. Um, and we are generally a partner. So whatever you have um, in the course of, uh, of, your, of your life and of your um, uh, insurance, we, we are a partner for you that is taking care of it. So if you have a claim, for example, or you have an accident, um, you don't need to um, have the conversation with the carrier directly. You can always go via us. And we'll make sure that the claim filing process is smooth for you and it's simply less a hassle. Okay. Everything done online and mostly automated probably. Exactly. Okay. And how did you got into that business? Um, a very interesting question basically. So I, I started my career as a consultant um, here in Frankfurt working in the financial services sector. Did it for a couple of years and then 2011 came to the startup sector and uh, was um, extremely interesting time. I worked on a travel company at the time and um, it scaled massively fast and I got simply fascinated by, by the idea of doing something. And in the end, I think it was this experience that fired me up to do something on my own and start a business on my own. And um, then basically I, I had a phase where a few months basically I wasn't, um, I wasn't in business and I you know, had time to be creative and uh, uh, look what kind of things are out there and what is missing and I came across my own insurance situation and realized actually I'm now 32 years old like at the time before Clark I was 32 years old I had I don't know four life insurance products I had changed my insurance advisor two or three times because I was never happy and um, talked to many people around me and they actually had similar experiences so like I couldn't could hardly find anyone who was really happy about his insurance situation and his insurance experience up to now. Uh, and I said, well, like, I, I want to found something. There seems to be a massive consumer problem. Um, do something about it. And that was the starting point for Clark. Wow. So it was also the experience that you wanted to do better or improve pretty much. Definitely, oh. definitely. So it's a, and I mean, it's always two things, right? You, it's something you need to be passionate about, um, maybe, out of your own experience even, like something you've experienced on your own where you said, I'm so unhappy and so frustrated by this, I really want to change it. Um, that sort of gives you the drive to the motivation to do something. And then at the same time, the second thing you have to look at it, is it like only you or is it really relevant? And like, is there a market basically behind it? Um, because if you have a passion, but it's like super niche and you want to build something large that doesn't fit together. so. Uh, in insurance, for me, it was the personal combination of the two, passion about it, own problem, own experience, um, but this experience and problem shared by many, many others, which makes a large market out of it, basically. And um, these are the two things I find super important. Okay. I think when most people think about insurance, there's always negative thoughts. What if something happens? So I could imagine selling a product like that is quite hard. Um, and how do you 
still do that? Like, do you want to associate negative thoughts with insurances or do you try to get it into another direction? Yeah, so, I mean, let's say what it is. First, insurance is a hassle, right? No one likes to deal with insurance. No one really likes to do it. Um, yet, you have to. It is really important to yourself. And the way we think about it by now is a little bit different. And that's also a process that has emerged over time. But um, take it that way. I really like my lifestyle today. I have family, I have kids, I have a great job that I love, and I'm healthy. Everything is basically great. Um, and then there is this one single event that can happen to you that destroys all of that. And this one single event, it's a little bit, it's out of your control. It may be someone else doing a mistake and then this uh, accident or event happens to you and it's influencing and damaging your lifestyle. And the way I think about it is that insurance gives me lifestyle continuity. So whatever basically happens or whatever situation comes up, I at least get financial relief so that I can keep the lifestyle the, the way I used to have it basically. Wow. And that gives uh, insurance a, like a more positive spin basically. And, that's also the way it, like, uh, if you look at the very beginnings of insurance and how, like, why insurance uh, conglomerates came up and how people sort of bundled their risk um, together at the very, very beginning. Um, it used to be something that was an enabler for them to do business. Like, there are all of these stories about people in um, tradesmen, like from the, uh, like, from centuries ago, basically, that sent ships to India, basically. And they knew that from the 10 ships that they sent, um, and everyone just had one, so 10 people sending one ship each, and they knew five of the 10 ships will never arrive, five will sink. And if it's your ship sinking, then sort of you lose. And if yours is one of the ships arriving, you're the mega winner. Wow. Um, so they basically pooled the interest and said, you know what, we can do something about this. So if your ship arrives and mine does not, we'll have like uh, this, this deal kind of. Right. And that's uh, one of the ways of like of the history of insurance and how it started. And that's actually a very smart thing to do. And if you think about the roots of the product, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, just a lot of the stuff that happens around does not make so much sense. I see. I see. I mean, it'd be interesting to stay a little bit in that scenario. What if people actually loved insurances, then it would become like a real lifestyle product where people, hey, show off that what kind of insurance they have. How do you think that scenario would turn out? Yes, so think about it that way. If the, if the access to insurance was incredibly easy, like you could sort of without hassle, with just a few clicks, you can get the, you can buy insurance products. And if you, secondly, would perfectly know what you need, like what is too much and what is too little, but you have like exactly the right amount of insurance because you have a good understanding of what is like a risk in your life and what is important to you. And then you basically say, okay, like these things that are relevant, I can ensure away kind of with a click. It's super easy. Um, then ultimately that gives you peace of mind because you don't need to worry about these things. You don't have this bad conscience um, oh, is uh, ABC now included in my insurance? What happens if this and this situation comes up? Um, like in a perfect world, you would not need to worry about these things and you have total peace of mind about all kinds of scenarios that can happen to you. Oh, wow. That makes a lot of sense. That spin that you said that um, kind of 
happened over time of the process of founding the company, mm -hmm. um, you probably haven't started the company with that thought in mind, right? If you compare like with the beginnings, did your mindset shift completely on insurance in how important it is for life? Yeah, like um, at the beginning, I think we also did not know. Like at the beginning, uh, like the, the the initial pain, it was maybe just one or two pain points that you wanted to solve. Like, oh my God, I lost complete oversight of what I have. Like I have this paper folder at home and I have no clue what's in there and if a policy is still accurate or still running or not and uh, like more these type of organizational questions. Right. That's a bit how it started I would say and like oh there's a pain point let's solve this pain point with a um, organizer for yourself. So the mm. initial app that we put out was more um, more a folder or like it was basically replacing your paper folder at home. It's like, look, you have the paper folder at home, it's outdated, throw it away. You now have a digital folder with all of your insurance. Right. And then after we had launched this, we said, okay, that can't be the end of it. So there must be more that we that we can do. And the insurance problem is larger. Like we've talked to so many consumers and we realized over time, wow, the, the problem is actually bigger. So the as the product developed and our thinking has basically developed and uh, the more and more feedback we got, the more and more we realized, oh, wow, this is there's much more we can do. There's much more lifestyle behind it. Exactly, of. exactly. There's much more, let's say, the. The problem with insurance is deeper than just the organization and the folder. Right. Like now, basically, everyone would immediately agree to that statement. Yeah. Um, but still, coming there like took a bit of investigation and understanding. Uh, but yeah, now we know like there's so much more you can change. Absolutely. I um I just had a talk with a friend beforehand that I am going to Clark and said, oh, that makes so much sense that idea because I just bought like another insurance for uh, my vacation without knowing I already had one. <laughs> So I think that first problem is still an issue that still a lot of people have. Um, and the second note that I like that your approach from putting away from that negative thoughts that most people said was, was something positive. I think that's super important also on a holistic view of, um, of most corporations and change management processes. I just recently met a CDO of a big uh, corporate company who said he chose that company because of the fact that company is not doing well. So he knew when he got in and tried to change the process, everyone was keen to change it because they were in urgency. So they had to change something. Some of insurance, if you have a problem, you have to get it. Yeah. But getting away from that fear-driven mm. thinking to a more positive, hey, let's keep the lifestyle you have. I think that is more the direction I would love to see the world spinning more. Yeah, absolutely, because it has a positive connotation. And actually what you said before is absolutely the case. So like people usually think about insurance when there is a threat or it's already too late and something has happened. That's the moment when people like usually start thinking about their insurance situation and what they have and whatnot. Um, and yeah, if you can change it more to the positive and say like, look, you put a little bit this umbrella around you or this protection shield um, and that gives you a good good feeling to have that and you don't need to overpay to, to get it basically, um, then that's a totally different thing. Absolutely. How many insurance companies currently exist in Germany, for example? <laughs> so uh, like the, the numbers uh, uh, is varying, but it's uh, between 500 and 550 carriers you'd find. Wow. Do they differentiate a lot or is it just so many in the market because it's a huge market? 
No, it's uh, like, I mean, of course, there are, there are nuances and there, there are things that are different mm. between, between the carriers. Like there's some very established uh, brands that have been around for a very long time that are like the, the premium brands kind of in the sector that have very sophisticated products. They are the, the companies that sell more direct to the consumer, basically. They're, they're the carriers that only offer a specific range of products, so they don't like they specialize on certain segments like health, for example, or like uh, retirement planning. So there's um, completely different um, special specializations within the sector, but um, and maybe that was the direction you're going to. In total, um, like 550 or 500 is a lot. So. Um, Maybe that not that big amount of so carriers is actually needed. So ten years from now, what do you think? Um, consolidation must must happen. So, um, like you know, the 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 industry is relatively slow turning. So because the consumers do not think about their insurance every day, like uh, there are other things on your mobile phone that you actually open up every day, and if something is not right with this product that you use every day, like. And if you do it, like if you look at it 20 times, then you actually say, okay, now I change it. But it's a cycle of 20 days, right? So you're relatively fast in adopting and doing something different because you are annoyed. Right. And if with insurance, you maybe only have one touch point per year and you say, I need to be annoyed 20 times until I change, that's 20 years, basically. So that simply takes very wow. long. And that's why many carriers have a, um, a very old customer base and don't have a strong urge to change something because it's relatively slow turning basically wow. the, the, the business and if it would be turning faster then the pressure would be much higher and then i guess we would have seen a lot of players struggling already but as this is not the case and it's slower turning the the full process takes a bit longer but I think it is inevitable that there will be some consolidation. Have you seen that the frequency of insurance change increased through uh, using products like Clark? Um, yes, yes, because we make it we make it easier. So um, imagine the the real classic way, the one that our parents, for example, have used is they visit someone that has an office so like mm -hmm. my we're from a town with 30,000 inhabitants and if my parents had an insurance case they actually would go to the city center and there's an insurance office of a carrier um, and they would talk to the agent about whatever came up basically so you need to go in your car you need to drive there maybe you even need an appointment um, and in our application for example we have a chat so messages are also much shorter like you sort of it's much easier to get in touch. You can do it from your couch or from your bed or whatever, basically, it's no, no problem. And if you have this thought in mind, like, oh, actually, um, I don't know, is, uh, like, am I insured against bicycle theft? I wanna buy a new bicycle. And you don't know, you either just open the app and look, or if you don't, if, you, if it's not so clear from what you can see there, you just ask us, right? And we'll answer that, basically. Um, and that is faster done than driving to the city center and visiting your agent after having made an appointment. Absolutely. So yes, that's why definitely we have more touch points. Okay. And from that, what you said in the beginning, like people associating with insurance, something more positive. Do you see certain markets around the world where there is already a more positive association with insurance? Hardly, hardly. So I couldn't name 
lekker maken door het wow daar. Not like like any Scandinavian. Exactly. Yeah, that 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 was like first thought project. That would have been the second part of my answer. Exactly. Exactly. Like like there is none where the consumer is thinking completely different about insurance. Okay. There are a few that are let's say generally more digital and like some of the insurance management and renewal process is more online. Like yeah. the UK, for example, is much more online. They have uh, many, many price comparison sites, for example. Um, the Netherlands are more digital in that regard and Scandinavia is also more digital. So they're leading on that front, but they're not leading on the consumer mindset. So not on the emotional. Exactly. All, exactly. Right. All right. So Clark could become like an emotional trendsetter for insurance in a positive way. Definitely, yeah. So if the first touch point of thinking about insurance is not fear-based, when do you think would be a good time for uh, associating insurance? Um, that's a good question. I think there are, there are multiple um, and I would go by the typical life cycle moments. So one is when you start your, your first job, basically. Like that, that's a good moment because something is changing in your life and you are suddenly exposed to, to new things and to new opportunities and like also to new challenges basically and a lot is changing. You maybe have your own apartment and you may be changing the city and you um, sort of need to change something about your health insurance situation anyways because it automatically comes up with your first job. Um, so there's um, that moment and there's of course the moment of uh, when you build a family so when you marry or when you the first kids basically come or maybe even both moments separately um, are definitely a good good starting point to think about insurance um, and then sort of there's another one and i'm just mentioning the big three basically now um, when you start thinking about retirement planning and like what do you actually want to do and like how do you want to retire and like how long do you want to work and this type mm -hmm. of thing so when that questions when these questions come up for the first time that's also a good moment oh, fantastic i think that makes a lot of sense and um, i'm doing a lot of research on curiosity as an opposite to fear because i interviewed like a bunch of people working in google and facebook for example or spotify where i figured out they were much more intrinsically motivated in what they do they loved doing what they do um, and i wondered like if you look at those company cultures as well it's quite a company culture a lot of people love working at. Maybe that could be also an interesting point to think about insurance as part of a company culture. When someone applies to a company, the company actually provides, hey, as part of the company culture, we're helping you to get a really cool lifestyle and we ensure that you keep that lifestyle. And then Clark, for example, could come in. Um, definitely. So um, I think the same applies to, to us here. Like, um, Uh, we we talk about this, right? We we talk about this in our town hall meetings and like how we think about insurance and like what we observe in the industry and let's say how we want to be different and um, how we think about customer satisfaction and what we can do good to make it easier for the customer to get the right insurance products. And we actually have a lot of these conversations because, you know, many of the people that we have here are exactly in these life moments as well. So they are either they have started their first job with us Or, you know, if they're at the age between 25 and 40, um, family, life situation, family life situation and, and kids are a topic. And uh, so, so many of them actually, um, we actually use the feedback also to improve the application often. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And how do you think the world would look like without any insurance? 
like I can I can speak for for myself maybe as a starting point. Um, for me, it would be it would be a, a loss. Like I would uh, I would find it hard because like there are these things that I may start to worry about every day because I know that they would impact and change the way I live and. Um, Sort of at the moment I got all of this covered and I know sort of uh, I don't need to worry about XYZ because whatever happens I'm I'm well insured and I'm, I'm covered against this so if there was no insurance at all um, I don't think that people would stop taking risks to a high degree like I, I think that's not necessarily the case I don't think because that would on the contrary mean that if you are that if you have insurance that you increase risk I don't think that this is necessarily happening. Like I don't see this, okay, I'm, I take more risk because I'm insured and if I'm not insured, I take less risk. I don't see that happening necessarily. But the feeling you have in the back is a completely different one because you know you may start an endeavor or you may do something um, and uh, you, you may be convinced about it. But if you say, oh, I don't have a safety net, then it gives you a completely different feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. Um... Now looking forward in the next 10 years, where do you think the most interesting things around insurance will happen? I think, you know, in insurance, um, data is key. So if you um, like, like take 10 carriers and 10 carriers, they offer you a product and you know, the products can be, it's relatively easy to, to copy them from one carrier to another. So if carrier A is launching a great product today, carrier B could copy it tomorrow. Like it's not, if they can observe it, it's not patented or so. You don't have a long product development cycle if you are, you could easily do that if you wanted to. So um, innovation in the product is hard to sustain over a long time frame, basically unless you have superior um, means to create a product and in the end the, the product is created by data because what they do is they have risk models they do pricing and then they know um, okay like for this risk i can offer this and that price and if you know more about a customer and if you have more information then you can more adequately price or you can more specifically offer something tailored to the customer so i think the um, the enabler for many innovations in the insurance industry is access to data that has not been available before. So, um, for example, telematics, like these boxes that you put in your cars that measure your driving behavior. There's really a lot to that because today, um, okay, people look at your driving history and like there's many other indicators of like how you, how they price, but if they would know precisely, they could make you a very specific offer tailored to you and tailored to your driving behavior. And that, that would change a lot, it would change the pricing, um, but it would also change how specific you can be um, for your like really personal risks. At the moment, there's only so much product differentiation available, um, but that would definitely be a big enabler to, to the entire industry. Also, um, like, the, uh, like, like all the health tracking, for example, that can happen. Like, uh, how many steps you take per day like that's like the easy stuff but also how often you work out what kind of sports you do um, maybe even if, if you lock your nutrition access to this kind of data can make a tremendous impact on the on the pricing for the consumer but it can also like 
help the carrier in risk prevention. So it can also give the carrier or us as insurance partner opportunities to help the customer to avoid unnecessary risks. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Christopher, thanks so much for coming to our last question. Um, trying to adapt it to the insurance topics, always the 10% or 10 times more. Um, for any listener who's more interested about insurance in general, what do you think they have to do to understand the topic 10% more and 10 times more to use it for their advantage? So for 10% more, I mean, there is so much out there content in the internet that you can source. Like if you want to just understand the topic and where you stand a bit more, just go out there. There's like lots of stuff that you can digest and sort of to get a basic overview. Um, if you want 10x more, you have to sign up with Clark, obviously, because that's where we help you navigate through this jungle of information. Because if you type in and like, you want to inform yourself about retirement planning, you will get millions of results. And basically our job is to sit on the customer side and say, look, um, we have the same 100 million search results, but we help you find what is matching for you precisely. And it's free for you, so you can pick whatever we basically offer you. Okay, fantastic. Any last thing you want to share with the audience or questions or anything they should know about you or Clark? No, but like uh, I hope that uh, it was inspirational for how one can also think about uh, insurance. And uh, for those that are more interested, uh, happy if they would um, try out our product, obviously. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great one and see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for coming. See you.